Welcome once again to the Dr. Sky Experience, heard exclusively here on Talk Radio 77 WABC, as we like to call it, the crown jewel of radio, the iconic 77 Talk Radio, WABC, broadcasting out of New York City, around the nation, around the world, and I'm quite confident, out into the universe. We begin, of course, with analysis of June 2023 skies and what you should be able to see as we embark on the beginning of summer as we move toward the June solstice, the summer solstice, by the 21st of the month. Ladies and gentlemen, all throughout this particular broadcast, if you'd like to get in touch with me, my email is simply Show at gmail.com. That's drskyshow at gmail.com. Welcome to the month of June. We begin, of course, with the moon, Earth's nearest neighbor, and find the moon as the beginning of June begins as a waxing moon in the sky. That moon itself, as a gibbous moon, almost entirely full, comes to its full fruition as we welcome in the next of the beautiful total full moons that we have in this calendar month. In the month of June, this full moon is officially known as the beautiful full strawberry moon. There are many other names for the full moon of June, and one of the more romantic ones, of course, is that of the honeymoon. Why? Because of the preponderance in old days of many weddings throughout the month of June. The moon then moves on from its beautiful full phase, and it continues to wane. By the 6th, the moon is at perigee, the closest that gets to the Earth throughout the month of June. Last quarter moon on the 10th. The last quarter moon is quite interesting. Pay attention to it. It rises nearly around midnight and is high up in the southern sky as we reach the breaking dawn. And as we all know, during this time of year, the nights are very short. And for those listening to us in higher latitudes, you know that night might also be non-existent or just a series of deep twilight episodes as the sun is reaching its highest point along the ecliptic path. Also pay particular attention after the 10th of June, as the moon itself continues to wane, the moon will be near the giant planet Jupiter on the 14th in the early morning sky. The moon then moves on to its new phase, or like we like to call it, the dark of the moon. That occurs on the 18th. So if you're on vacation during the month of June, or simply live in dark skies, or a combination of both, I hopefully will have you pay attention to what I'm about to say. That is, near local midnight, in clear, dark, moonless skies, you'll get to see the region we call the nucleus of our galaxy that lies in and around the area of the constellation Sagittarius, the Orchard. Quite a spectacular sight in binoculars. And many people who live in more, of course, weather-turbulent areas with the onset of summer monsoons, you might mistake the Milky Way clouds themselves for being that of summer thunderstorms. But think again. Those objects that you're seeing, the star clouds of the Milky Way and Sagittarius, are some 27,000 light years away as you move into the deep heart of the Milky Way galaxy itself. But then we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, as the moon now continues to wax by about the 19th. Look for it in the west-northwest, just after sunset, as the moon then moves very close to the planet Venus on June the 22nd. Venus, by the way, will reach its greatest elongation away from the sun. It's called the greatest eastern elongation, meaning simply on the opposite side of the sun, meaning that you see it in the evening sky. It may sound complicated about what I'm saying, but in simple Earth terms, Venus gets to be about 47 degrees away from the setting sun. And Venus can never really be seen around the hour of midnight. That all depends on where you're viewing. 
Venus will get brighter as it continues to move through the month of July, and we'll be talking more about that. But it's an easy and unmistakable object to see in our skies. But as mentioned before, the Moon and the Venus and the planet Mars all seem to be within a circle of some five degrees on the evening of the 22nd. With clear skies, you should see and have no difficulty seeing it. All that ends as the month continues by about the 26th, first quarter moon once again as the moon continues to move around the Earth. But something rather interesting during the early part of June, as hopefully you're listening to the Dr. Sky Experience with our bi-monthly update here at wabcradio.com with the Dr. Sky Experience. What I'm referring to is the red god of war who move into a star cluster known as the Beehive Star Cluster. By about the second and third of the month, if you're able to observe it, with a pair of binoculars, you'll notice that Mars is located within a strewn star field. That's no illusion. Planet Mars is about 180 million miles away from your eye now, but the star cluster, well behind it, is well over 500 light years distant. The Beehive Star Cluster, or Messier 44, as it's known in the Messier catalog of galaxies, objects that do not look like stars, it's a most impressive sight to see. Of course, we'd love to stay in touch with you. And as I mentioned before, any emails that you'd like to send me, simply send them to drskyshow at gmail.com. We're privileged and honored to be here on this great radio station, Talk Radio 77 WABC, out of New York, around the nation, around the world, and I'm sure out into the cosmos. You can hear my reports weekly on the Cats Roundtable with John Katsimatidis. Great information from the realms of astronomy, space, aviation, and weather. And then bi-monthly, on the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. And with his permission, we proudly call that hour. During the second, or I should say every other second week, we talk about these great events in the sky. We seemingly change the name of the radio show from the other side of midnight to the infinite side of midnight. As I mentioned before, June is a harvest of objects to see and a great time for those of you that are on vacation or at least hope to be in the world of viewing the nighttime sky. And a special note, if you're a city dweller, you do know that you can see many of the objects. Don't let people just tell you that you have to be in dark skies and that you have to have a telescope of large size to see anything. Great astronomy can be done with the naked eye, your own smartphone, and a pair of binoculars. I'm Dr. Sky, thanking you for listening to us here on the Dr. Sky Experience on Talk Radio 77 WABC, the iconic radio station that many people have come to know well over its 100 years. I'm your navigator on the highway to the heavens, encouraging you to always remember to keep your eyes to the skies. See you on the radio.